What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate mini sesh. Tyler, my brother, my confidant, my friend, sitting across from me. How you doing this week, brother? I am good, Ryan. I'm good. As we spoke on the on the pregame, I'm in a bit of a daze, but I'm going to try to focus for this episode. I love it, Tyler. Bring it on in. We need you. And what a mini sesh is where Tyler and I tell a story from our past. Generally, it's just a way to talk about bigger and broader things that could probably be applied to your life as well. Is That's what we're hoping, at least. And this week on the show that comes out every Monday, I told a little story about the universe and I having a moment together. What what most people call coincidence, mm-hmm. what kooky people like me say, hey, it's a nod that I'm headed in the right direction. Mm, let's go with coincidence. Yes, coincidence for, I just don't want people to shut off this podcast. So let's call it a coincidence. So what I decided to do is tell a couple of nice little stories on the next couple mini sessions that that have been moments that I've shared with the universe, okay, where there's just been this this moment. And one of my favorite things in the whole entire world is to share a beautiful moment with a complete stranger. Do you know what I mean? there, There are varying degrees of it. It could be a little chuckle with somebody in the line waiting to cash out at the grocery store all the way up to just like you holding your knees and crying with a, with a brand new stranger. Do, do you know what I'm talking about? Well, you had me in the first half. The second half was a little strange. Where am I going to find myself where I'm hugging my knees, crying with a stranger? Not hugging your knees where you're like doubled over just laughing because oh, you had such a nice moment. I was picturing sitting in a corner hugging my knees yeah. because of how terrified If I you're was. hugging your knees and laughing just maniacally, it's probably a bad sign. <laughs> There's probably some white walls with some padding behind them. Around you. That was my nickname in high school, White Walls. Now, do you remember that I did, <laughs> sorry about that. Do you remember that I did a mini sesh where uh, everybody was yelling at me, hey, chocolate guy, hey, chocolate guy. Yes. And there was a gentleman in front of me, a, a black guy who turned around and said, oh, I thought they were talking to me. Very funny. We laughed so hard together. This person and I who had never met, we had such an, a great experience. For me, that is one of the best experiences in the world, which sure. is- we don't know each other, but we're now having a communal experience together. Mm-hmm. So this is one. Uh, this is another one of those times. Okay, I used to live in Tamarack, Florida, and I had maybe let's say a two mile drive to my gym. Now at this time, I was it, it was my beginning love for electronic music. When I was growing up, you had two choices. Okay, you when I was in middle school, you either were a rapper or a rocker. That's it. There was no in between. Was, sure. Was that the same when you were in school? Well, there was the country music fans. There was always the redneck group. See, that, I, I didn't have that at my really? time. You were not allowed to be a redneck. Oh, there was yeah. zero of them. And it was forced redneck. It was very annoying. Really? It was very annoying. Like, dude, we live in a above aver- above middle class neighborhood. You're not a redneck. You're not, like, not like, me. You drive a Mercedes. Not, not me, pal. I had mom install an outhouse. I'm living it right I ordered off of Amazon those big, long pieces of wheat that you chew on. I'm doing it right, partner. You had your mom install the outhouse. Well, I, I had mom do it. You know, she's uh, she's getting a little long in the tooth, so I, I wanted to keep her busy. You know what I mean? And what keeps somebody busy? Like swinging a sledgehammer. It's not a terrible Southern accent. Do you use a sledgehammer <laughs> to build stuff, Tyler? <laughs> I'm unfamiliar with how, you know, that's why I had mom do it. I guess you technically could, although I'm not entirely sure the, um, how stable the structure will be. Sure. And then when she was done, I brought her around back and and I shot her because 
She's my mom, Pa. I'll do it. Can't have a conversation about our parents without us murdering them in the end. The Menendez brother way. Yeah. So what happened in this scenario is I was driving to the gym. Mm -hmm. Now, I had just gotten into, uh, from you and from other people, I had started taking in electronic music, Tyler. I'm always afraid to call it electronic music because I feel like that's so passe. What is it, EDM now? Yeah, and it's okay to call it electronic music, although that may be a bit dated, it encompasses everything. Sure. So I am now getting into it, and the reason why I originally got into electronic music is because I liked it for the gym. It really, for me, still to this day, stimulates uh, those chemicals in your brain. If you listen to the right song, it gets you going. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sure. Now, as I get older, it doesn't just have to be really aggressive music like that. There's actually even some softer music, some really pretty music that gets me going like that, too. That's kind of gay. Yes, that is 100% true. Now, on this day, I am, like most young people, I want to elicit a, a vibe. I want for people to, I want to project what I want people to think about me. I have my windows rolled down. I have this very aggressive electronic music on and it is blaring at very high levels. It is pumping. Okay. Are you familiar with this? When you're, when you're young, rolling down your windows in playing your music as loud as you can so everybody looks at you and knows who you want to be. You're only defined by how loud your music is. The louder it is, obviously, the cooler you are. That is 100% true. Mm -hmm. If I could have just gotten one of those, those mufflers on my car that announced <laughs> that I was on my way from two miles away, I would have really been doing something. I genuinely... I'm doing a shtick here and I'm always trying to be, you know, podcast Ryan and all that stuff. Everybody assumes this. Of course. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. Mm -hmm. But this is genuinely one of those situations that I remember so fondly because of how organic and how vulnerable it was. So I, in between my gym and me, was a high school. Now, I'm a little bit out of high school. I'm a few years out of high school at this time. So I naturally look down on high school kids. I'm so old and I'm so mature and you guys, you're just figuring it out when really I'm like three years removed from high school. Mm -hmm. But you've so, already figured everything out. I got it all. As you can tell from our off air conversations, I've got this all put together. Mm -hmm. Tyler. So as I'm driving, blaring my music, high school had just gotten out. So I am now in a school zone and stuck at some red lights with a bunch of high school uh, brethren. I'm there with a bunch of kids. I'm pumping. Brethren or kids? Which one is it, dude? Kid brethren. So I pull up to this red light and I'm I'm pumping my music. I'm just getting ready, Tyler. We're doing this. And to my right. No, that's too much energy. That's too much murder, energy. Murder to hooker energy. You need to come back down to electronic music energy. I, I listen, we all get our cardio in different ways, Tyler. <laughs> so to my right pulls up another car with two youths, uh, but also with their windows down. Mm -hmm. Now, by their behavior... I can tell that they are not into my music. As a matter of fact, when you're in high school, I think it's very natural to judge other people's music. Like you said, or, or like we both said, you pick a camp and then you attack the other people. Like politics, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, or like literal camps. I mean, I don't know how you go out camping, but for me, it's not an actual camping unless you attack really? another camp. Really? Yeah, you, you, you come back with an extra tent, maybe a, a fire pit, you know, portable fire pit. It's you, a good time. You, you're doing like a, like a Clash of Clans IRL situation. Exactly, and the best thing is- Tyler, I'm just trying to sleep! You always have the element of surprise. They never know you're coming. I love because that. Because nobody else knows you're playing this game. That is fit. Where did he get a bear from? That is incredible. <laughs> Guys, this isn't me. <laughs> <laughs> so they are 
the car is on the passenger side. So I'm driving. I'm by myself. I have the windows down. They pull up. We are right in line with each other. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm blaring my music. I'm feeling good. Also very insecure at that time. And now really. Sure. Sure. And I look to my right. Now there's two kids in that car, two boys. The driver is a, a young man who has now heard my music and has very obviously judged it. Right. So he now turns to the person in his passenger seat and to make fun of my music, which is way too loud and probably mm -hmm. annoying for everybody mm -hmm. now in retrospect, mm -hmm. he starts dancing comedically to my music. Tyler, Who the F do you think you are is, talking to my brother like that? I bet you were dancing like a dick. And that's the thing. He wasn't talking to me, but it was- With his body right. Every movement had a meaning. It's yeah. like the hula. He was telling a story through dance, and the punchline of that story was me, Tyler. Yeah, and I sensed it. Sexiness and hips and love and equality, right? Which is obviously what the hula is talking sure. about. You get negativity and disdain and condes condensate condensation condensation. Yeah, they had the windows down, and I'm like, turn on the air conditioner, guys. That's what I didn't want to do. You nailed it. <laughs> um, I love I love that that this is still part of this show. I like it. And Bad puns. You're my little Stugatz. Um, so that wasn't offensive whatsoever. Do you know, uh, little I, Stugatz? That's like the side character on our favorite show. And he plays the, the, the bit of the liar and the cheat and the, well, and the sham artist. Well, I don't mean any of those because you're not any of those, but you do go for words that you can't place. And, and it's just, I think it makes the show better. It's, genuinely. Some, it's somebody who tries to learn and puts himself out there in a vulnerable place, mm -hmm. even though he knows he's going to get the words wrong. I love it. I love it. And I don't want there to be any, you know, condensation between us. So let's try to keep this reasonable. Well, too late. So, so I look to my right and now this kid is dancing in a comedic way, making fun of my music, doing a little private show for the person in his passenger seat. Mm -hmm. Now, to take in this show, the kid sitting shotgun has to look back at him. That's the way that eyesight works, Tyler. We got to all be looking at each other. But what the dancer does not know is that I am also watching him. And like I said, I'm going to the gym at this time. Mm -hmm. If I have my timeline correct, I am pumped full of horse steroids at this point. Gotcha. I am big and puffy in the face mm -hmm. and generally pretty angry. Do you Walking recall that on time? all fours, yes. It was a weird time. Sure, yeah. sure. So we're in separate cars. What do you do? You get out, you punch him in the ear. What, what do you do in that scenario? Well, he has his back to you. So again, back to element of surprise. You get out of your car, you run over, you grab him by the collar and you pull him out. From behind. Okay, perfect. Yes. I, did I mention- And then you just start shaking him. I, I had piano wire in my hands at the time. That's perfect. Totally unrelated. <laughs> so I, what I decided to do, and this is back at a time where I was more sensitive than I am now, which is hard to believe, but it is my- No, e it's true, ladies and gentlemen. My ego is so involved with this dance. How dare you do this to me? Mm -hmm. So, But- I mean, I'm not, I've never been a fighter. I'm not in, in those terms. So what Plus I- Plus you're in your car. Sure. I feel like there's a certain level of insanity that needs to go into not only starting a fight over something so benign, menial, sure. but also to get out of your car while it is running to do it. Sure. That is a certain level of crazy. If somebody's <laughs> willing to fight you after a traffic accident or like a, a road rage situation and is willing to get out of their car 
you get the fuck out of yeah, there. Yeah, That's yeah. A, that is somebody who does this for a living. Especially at a red light. Like, oh. if you're willing for this kind of audience, then there's not a piece of you that I want you are, at all. You are unhinged in a way that I'm just not prepared for. Mm-mm. So, I decide, because what you're saying is 100% true, and while being very insecure in all of these different things, I've never been a violent person, my decision is to sit there and watch. Mm-hmm. Now- the kid in the passenger seat who is taking in the show is looking at his friend, is laughing, and then sees me yes, staring course. over the shoulder. It's called okay? depth perception, you yeah. dope. In in this situation, it's called death perception. Yes. Now, they're very small. They're small even for high school students. Mm. And this kid immediately goes white. Sure. I mean- Maybe I'm overselling it a little bit. No, but, no, but, go with it. He went. He pissed his pants. Yeah, he died right there. <laughs> no, so so he is, but he's recognizing, hey, this is turning into a bit of a situation. You're going for it here, and you're making me laugh, but I don't think that you're totally aware that this is turning into a thing behind you. Mm-hmm. So he's now staring past his friend. He is no longer smiling. He is looking at my stone cold dead face of like how dare you do this to me do you know who i am because i don't do you know who my daddy is because i don't (laughs) so this kid is staring at me now this other kid apparently they're teaching this in high school now perceives that something has gone awry Mm -hmm. so he is doing his little dance for the kids and i will for the guy and i will admit it's a comedic dance like this guy is putting in the effort he is he's put the work in to make it funny Mm -hmm. okay but he senses that something is happening now behind him. I think the, the wheels are moving in his head. He stops moving altogether. Well, I think once his friend's facial, facial expression shifted the same way that Will Smith's did when he found the joke funny and then looked at his wife, I think that he turned stone cold the moment he saw your face and then his friend seeing his face had to react immediately because it's like there's a raptor behind you. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm not sure what you're referencing. What happened with Will Smith? When he slapped Chris Rock in the face. What? Why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> when did this happen, Tyler? Yesterday? That was a bit ago. Enough with the Will Smith. Nobody gives a shit, bro. You're, I mean, it was, just a, it was just a topical reference. I'm sorry that I'm putting all of my, all of this on you. I'm just, I'm over it. I didn't even know we were going to be doing a bit. What bit? <laughs> what happened with me? So to put a little bow tie on this story, the kid almost, and you know, this is the way that I'm remembering it in my mind. Perhaps it has shifted over the years because I love this story. The kid slowly turns in his chair and all of a sudden now we are half a car length away staring eye to eye. Mm -hmm. My music is still up super loud, so we can't communicate via, you know, words. And he's staring at me and I get, I'm now staring back at him and I am quite displeased. My, my ego has not enjoyed this. We're staring at each other. He's completely stopped moving like a deer Mm -hmm. and we're looking at each other and I give him the motion. Keep going. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. Yeah. Go ahead. Give him permission. Right. No, no, no. Forget that. Like, go ahead. You're so tough. Go ahead, man. Let's, let's see it. And he stares at me with these big giant eyes. Mm -hmm. And this is perhaps this is, you know, contributed to my dethawing as a human being. He stares at me for about two more seconds, just wide eyed and Goes right back into the dance. Mm-hmm. He goes right back into the dance and while staring me right in the eyes with the biggest smile on his face. He is a man who came to a decision between life and death and he chose life. Hey, Bear. <laughs> hey, Bear. <laughs> and so he's staring at me. He's doing this goofy dance. It's, it's a version of the Carlton with just limbs flailing and all of these different things. And he and I stare at each other and I have a decision to make there. 
Are, uh, do I take that as a sh- another shot across the bow? Do, as a matter of fact, it really wasn't a decision. It clicked in just at that moment that just, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I taking this so seriously? Mm-hmm. Ooh, dude. Taking wh- yourself so seriously. Why am I taking myself so seriously? We, all three of us, as if we had been friends for 30 years, like where your friends are busting your balls mm-hmm. and then you throw an arm around them mm-hmm. and whatever. We laughed so hard. The three, the, I just, the ice dissolved and I now was part of the joke. Mm. And I, it's one of the first few times that I remember myself letting go of that self serious ego. And it was cathartic. It was beautiful. It I'm was, sure it was even a little bit better for them because there was an element of, uh, we could have just died right uh, there. Absolutely. Yeah. They pet the great white. I mean, I'm, I'm making myself out like pet a tough the guy. great white. I, 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 make it, I wouldn't have done shit. <laughs> With a machine gun on its back. Yeah. When did that start get freaking laser beams? <laughs> and that's Dr. Evil. And it was, and it was, it was a beautiful experience. It that's went cool. from being really tense and really so the, the thing inside of me that I want to get rid of to the person that I want to be in, in a split second. I don't know what happened there. Divine intervention, perhaps it, it, it I want to be somebody who laughs at myself and doesn't take myself so seriously because, you know, life is a son of a bitch and we got to be able to bring some, some happiness to it on our own. Nobody's going to do it for us. That's beautiful, man. When you talked about having um, somebody uh, pull up next to you and when you're setting up this whole story, My brain immediately went to this story because of the positivity you were setting it up for. Although my brain was really hoping you were going to tell the story of the time the guy pulled up next to you and started playing gay porn on his phone and held it up so the two of you could watch simultaneously. That was quite odd. (laughs) That was... Mini sesh, perhaps for another... No, let's just... I was going to say, I don't think that's a full mini sesh. Let's just shoot it out right now. I was on Kendall Drive at midnight and some guy- Arbitrary street for our international friends. I, I mean, come on. One of our biggest roads here in Miami. You guys hear about South Beach <laughs> and you hear- Kendall Drive is really what's going on. That's that's for the locals. Sure. You've also got Flagler, but that doesn't matter. Tell the story, please. And that's it. I mean, more like am I right? Uh, a guy- I don't think you're allowed to say that. <laughs> that'll be gone. <laughs> Much like the shit that I talked before we started, that'll be gone by editing. Uh, this guy pulled up and this was back at the time of the big giant phones, uh, you know, was driving alongside me in such a precarious way. I hate it when somebody paces me in a car. Don't, but go Get in front of me, yep. get behind me. Let's run a tiered system. Yes, here. I don't. I'm not a good driver. Don't stay next to me, bro. You're, you're taking away my cushion of, of 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 chance. Sure. And just keeps looking at me, keeps looking at me, keeps looking at me. And then all of a sudden pulls up his big giant iPad size <laughs> phone and is porn that is as gay as the day is long. I got to tell you. <laughs> Maybe the girl just hadn't showed up yet. She never showed. <laughs> it was crazy. And I just thought, just to put a little bow tie on this story. <laughs> if this is how accessible sex was for me, I would be dead. Luckily, all of my sexual encounters, most of the time I've had some form of gatekeeper that's like, hey, mm-hmm. we need to have a sandwich here. If, if sex was that accessible for me, I've had many gay friends in my life who explained the gay lifestyle to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. That I would be dead. Yeah. I would be malnourished, dead, or chopped up in a, in, in a, in a bag somewhere. Yeah, I'm glad that I didn't... Uh, I, I waited until a little bit later to get into all that because sure. I don't partake either. And it is... I have before and nasty. Yeah. It's, gr- it's dirty. Grinder doesn't seem like a, a great way to meet somebody to bring home to mom. No. I mean, you could bring them home to mom. It's just... Uh, you know, they're going to be wearing leather with yeah, chains. They're going to have to unzip their mouth before they say hello. And that, but only if I give them permission to. 
And that is a story about God knows what. That's a story about, I'm telling you, I've had, and they're increasing as time goes on, I've had these moments of just of just beauty. There's so much ugliness and there's so much to sink into and it's being pumped into your senses 24 hours a day. If you get something that feels to the tiniest degree, like it's a beautiful experience, hold on to that and revel in it and and find the beauty in everything that you do because Mm. it's few and far between unless you make it so. You could change the way that you see the world. We're just sinking into these patterns. It's something that I, I, and you talk about all the time. So- that's it. Great job. This well week, said, I, buddy. Yeah. I, I really mean it. I, I feel like often I end up just kind of blathering into this microphone, but I, I really mean it. I, I, you know, I'm going through a tough time right now, and I still think my life is beautiful. That's great, bud. Thanks, That's man. great. Well said. I love you very much, Tyler. Great job this week. Great uh, job. I love how, you too. How can people get to talk to us on the interwebs? Thoseguysyouhate.com, and then just go to all of the buttons that we have right there and click on all of them and subscribe. Or we'll please. beat you up. We will. We will. Kill you with kindness. I have a bat and I call it kindness. Sure. And your parents. (laughs) What? Did you just extend the threat to this figurative threat to actual parents? You know, the thing is, I don't have anything going on next week, so I'm kind of looking for something. You can't specify like that, man. Just your dad. And also, Tyler, luckily for you guys, Tyler and I will not be putting out a show this week. I'm 40, bitch, and we're going on a little excursion. That's right. We're leaving early tomorrow, so please be ready. Where are those guys again? The kinder will kill you. Red circle. So that's that. You know what I'm saying? That's good to know. That's good to know. And I said, you should see the other guy. Yeah. 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 How are you, buddy? I'm good, bud. I'm tired. I've been in in like a month long, two month long days and I'm just floating out on the stratosphere. Those were the days, huh? I'm glad we could have these little heart to hearts. Help? You, you really helped help me. I'm out. thinking yeah. about going into therapy. You, you're going to do the world some good. <laughs> I'll strangle it until it's fixed. <laughs> um, yeah, you've been going through it as the cosmic seesaw goes. Uh, in the middle of all of these things that I'm going through, I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. So if you could do me a favor, well, good for you, fuckface. Just stay down there for a little while. Yeah. Papa needs a new pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah, apparently the only way for one of us to feel good is for the other one to buoy. What's up with that? That person up. <laughs> the Baba boy. We just take turns standing on the other's head. Yeah. <laughs> I, unfortunately, there's water in the middle. Um, <laughs> it feels like ever since, and maybe I'm putting too fine of a point on this. It feels like ever since you did the stand-up thing. It, it feels like that was the moment where. Well, and I've been going to church. Ah, thanks is, a lot, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I've been. But going you've to, gone to church twice. It church was before that. Twice. Uh, it was before that. Yes, yes. It was just I'm opening the floodgates. Sure. I, as you said last week, I am. Uh, You're definitely putting yourself out there. I'm bro. putting myself out there, and stop a, it. And a lot. I went from putting myself out there 
put yourself in there <laughs> whatsoever yeah. to doing it a lot in many different ways. Just exposing yourself at church. Yeah. 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 I forgot I was in one place and yeah. I was supposed to be in another sure. and I acted in one way and I, sure. you know, so, uh, uh yeah. You'd be a perfect member of clergy. I've been walking around in these days where I, I, I've been doing it for like a month now where I just like, I'm sitting in my computer and then I lose all taste for it whatsoever. So then I just kind of like meander into the kitchen and Shuffle I'm like, off. Oh no, I'm not. I'm not hungry, apparently, so I'm just going to go upstairs. And then I go upstairs, and then I'm like, well, this is fucking depressing. I, I That, for me, is the bottom of the barrel in terms of when, when, when Dateline, when, when Stanky Manky, old Stanks- <laughs> He Ma- hates that. Stanks <laughs> Manx brings me no pleasure. Uh-huh. I know that I'm in, uh, like, I'm just like, uh, this. oh, go to Levitard. Uh, this does nothing for me. That thing where there is no enrichment. There A- is apathy. no apathy. Yeah, apathy. there is nothing pleases me. Yeah. You know what I do, man? And, and, and this is a weird flex about my flex. Whack it? I whack it, Tyler. <laughs> I actually once went to a therapist who told me that masturbation is a very good way to connect with yourself. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. He, that's also the guy who bought me presents uh, oh, later on. Down. He's like, hey, you, you can even do it here. <laughs> no no judgment. It's, it's all coming together. See don't, you. Don't. You're right. Don't. Uh, later. See you later, Tyler. Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. The gym. I, I find that even, or before I was going to the gym so heavily, like going out and just walking. I, I've done that at two in the morning. Back in the day when I lived in Tamarack, I would just go. I was on a lot of drugs back then. Sure. But I would just go do... Just there's something about everything sucks. Nothing pleases me. I'm just going to spend my time doing this and at least, you know, harvest whatever chemicals I can get out of it. Sure. Yeah. And that's where I am, buddy. I am in a daze. But I think what I'm actually what's happening right now is I am breaking away from my old habits where I would only go and sit up in my room. And now I'm doing that. And much like smoking cigarettes where I went back to it after a time. Which is awesome. I, (laughs) I, I do it now and I'm like. What am I doing this for? This is terrible. And that is, dude, that is the breakdown of who you used to be in terms of that's where I'm at right now with drinking, where it used to be like, you're my shield. Hey, I feel like shit. Glug, 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 glug. I feel great. Yeah. Now it's like, I feel like shit. Glug, 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 glug. I feel more like shit. Yeah, I feel worse. It doesn't work for me anymore. Now I'm just angry immediately and I don't like it. And my shield is futile at this point. I call him fun ride. Yeah, Fyan. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. Fyan Fest. I don't know where to no, go. With yeah, that. No, yeah, it was no, a it no, was a retroactively it. terrible joke. Sitting it. Sorry about that. Uh, so uh, it, it's interesting that you get to a point where your defenses no longer work, which then forces you to find new defenses. Have I suggested drugs, Tyler? Yeah, you did. Awesome. You did. You, you... Again, another week where I just don't understand what we're doing on this show. Me neither, bro. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm still in a daze. I hope this show is good. I'm going to need you to buoy me. I, I, I will absolutely buoy you. Because I'm going to stand on your head while this water rises. I, I'm not ready to change yet, <laughs> Tyler. So we you know, here's how I'm going to buoy you on the last. Well, I'll tell this at the beginning. I'm going to tell a story of, this isn't really synchronicity, but this is, I'm going to do a string here of mini sessions where the universe and I have shared a little moment together. You've heard these stories before, but I think they're fun ones. Also, 
What are we going to do about the show this weekend? We're just not going to do it, right? I guess we should just announce to the that, audience that we're going to be missing this week because we're going on a Menendez family vacation. I'm 40, bitch. And you should all be jealous. That's right. We're going out for uh, Ryan Menendez's birthday. Big 4-0. Yeah. Yeah. What happens after 40? What do you have to look forward to after 40? I believe that literally the day after my testicles will finally touch the toilet water, which I've been looking forward to. Good for you. It is a race that we have all been waiting to see who the victor will be left or right. I don't see race, Tyler. Agreed.